Welcome to another edition of Park Talk Podcast, the official podcast of the Naperville Park District. Hi, everyone. I'm Sue Omenson. In this series on making the transition to retirement, we've heard from two individuals so far who have connected with the Park District, either as a volunteer or as part-time staff. Today, our guest is Jim, who works part-time as a fitness attendant at Fort Hill Fitness. He explains how he got here and how his job and personal fitness routine help make a healthy retirement lifestyle that he enjoys. Welcome to the podcast, Jim. Thank you. So uh, to start, would you tell us about where you worked and what your working life was like before you retired? Sure, I'd be glad to. Um, I worked uh, for 33 years for a very large packaged food company. I had uh, numerous roles in that company uh, over those 33 years. I was in operations. I was in quality, mostly in quality. Um, I was in R&D for a while. Lots of travel, you know, Mm -hmm. commuting to downtown Chicago, driving to Barrington, Illinois, getting on an airplane. Uh, In my operations in quality roles, there was a lot of conflict and a lot of upsets that I had to manage recalls, uh, elevated consumer complaints, and so forth. So very stressful, very stressful. Sounds like it, yeah. And I was very glad to, to be able at the beginning of the day or the end of the day, you know, be able to, to get a workout in. Uh, usually just cardio, but uh, I did enjoy it. And I was also lucky in that where I worked uh, provided uh, workout locations as well. So oh, that's good because you probably didn't have time to go anywhere else. No, I could just schedule myself at 2 o'clock to go – on the elliptical for 45 minutes and then come back and get on my three o'clock meeting. So that was very, that was very, that was very nice to be able to do that. So lucky that way. So it sounds like fitness uh, activities were part of your lifestyle, even in that busy career. Yes. (laughs) You know, I'm hedging a little bit because the story of my life really is the story of my weight, right? I mean, I've been up and I've been down and uh, I know how to gain weight. I know how to lose weight. I'm not very good at controlling weight. Mm. So even though I was working out and I did work out a lot, uh, I still was able to, you know, (laughs) gain weight anyways. So Mm. uh, that was not the best, you know, chapter there. Um, And ultimately what led to me retiring was some health issues I have related to excess weight. Um, I was, uh, it was 2018 and my wife and I had taken a vacation to Sedona, Arizona. It's beautiful. It's oh, absolutely nice. Beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, we're out there hiking, trying to hike. Um, and my wife could hike a lot better than I could. You know, I was kind of messed up by the altitude. Mm, um, mm-hmm. I had knee issues. And I just knew something wasn't right. So yeah. this was May of 2018. And came back from that trip. Went to the cardiologist. I just knew something wasn't right. So I went to the cardiologist and uh, they said, yeah, we need to follow up on some things. So long story short, in August, I ended up having a double bypass. Wow. Uh, I had some blockages and they were in places that they didn't feel they could stent. Okay. So I had a double bypass over at Edward Hospital. Everything was great. You know, did the cardiac rehab, came back to work in like eight, 12 weeks, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, things were fine. And that first cardiologist appointment um, in April, they told me I weighed 315 pounds. So I said, that's too much. I need to stop. So 
at that point, um, I went ahead and started a diet and increased my workout. So, you know, I'm a big believer that, you know, weight loss, there's no real magic to it. It's eating less and exercising more. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just did both of those things and, uh, maybe I'm lucky, but the weight really did come off. And so I had lost 30 or 40 pounds by the time of the surgery, um, and continued to lose weight over the course of about a year. Wow. Um, ultimately lost uh, 150 pounds. Oh, my. Uh, which made me too small, and my body didn't want to be that small, and so I've gained back some of that weight. But, but again, I'm struggling with, you know, gaining and losing and maintaining, so whatever. But uh, the story doesn't end there, right? Yeah, so right. I went back to work. Everything was fine. And one... And this is what, uh, end of 2018? So this is the end of 2018, okay. right? So so it's November. In fact, okay. it's November 12th, which oh, I think... You remember that. I, well, it's a, it's a signature day yes. for me. Yes. Um, yeah, November 12th was a Sunday, I believe. And I just, you know, had a day, went to bed, thinking I was going to get up and go to work the next day. And I woke up on Thursday <gasps> in the oh. cardiac ICU at Edwards. Oh. And it looked really familiar to me. And I was really disoriented. I'm like, why am I back here? And then the story came out. So apparently what happened was I said I had a double bypass. One of those bypass grafts closed up. It didn't oh. have enough blood flow through. Okay. So it basically clotted and closed. That actually caused a heart attack. I'd never had a heart attack until that point. Okay. Um, I just knew yeah. I wasn't right and my heart wasn't exactly right. And mm-hmm. so we tried to take care of it before I had a heart attack. Right. Well, one of the bypass grafts closed. That caused the heart attack. Okay. In fact, it caused me to arrest in bed, you know, here in oh. Naperville, in my house. And luckily, you know, I've, I've got one of those CPAP machines and my wife heard it making a weird noise. And so she tried to wake me up, couldn't wake me up. Uh, Again, long story short, called 911, this being Naperville with our wonderful municipal services (laughs) and it being 530 in the morning on a Monday when not a lot is going on. Mm -hmm. The uh, EMS was able to come right away to the house. Wow and uh, take me into Edward where all the cardiologists were getting ready to take care of their people that day. And in comes me, you know, an emergency case. So they sent me to the stent lab and uh, gave me five stents and got things flowing again. But then they put me into a coma uh, because they weren't sure how long I might have been without oxygen. Okay. So I was in a coma. That's why I was in a coma. I I guess I was boxing with the nurses a little bit okay. on Monday, so I probably <laughs> could have, it's probably okay. But they put me in a coma because they weren't sure about brain damage and um, brought me out of it on Thursday. And I'm oh. very lucky that I came out of it. Yes. Um, apparently arresting at home is, it happens one in a thousand of these operations and you've got about a one in a thousand chance to survive it. So right now I'm this at was, one in a million, right? This was really a miracle. And surviving it could have been not what I am today. Mm. So grace of God and the, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 the ability of the Naperville mm-hmm. municipal services and Edward cardiologist. I'm here today. Um, so yeah, so I was in the hospital for a few more days. They gave me an implanted defibrillator because once sure. your heart starts, they give you a jump starter to make sure that never happens again. It's never fired. I'm okay. Uh, but then I went through cardiac rehab again oh. and uh, came back to work in January 
and uh, I'm 54 at this point. So okay. this all happened when I was 53. My okay. birthday's in October. I turned 54. Came back to work. And where I worked, you needed to be 55 in order to retire with mm. a, a lump sum pension, which was what I wanted to do. So okay. I worked until 55 and really didn't like it. I got to say, when I came back to work, my, you know, not to be a pun, but my heart was not in it anymore. <laughs> um, and I, I did what I had to do, did a good job, you know, led my people made my objectives, my numbers, all that kind of stuff. But I just knew mm. this wasn't for me. So after we got into 2020, I retired in 2020 and uh, had a lot of time on my hands. Right in the middle um, of the pandemic, right? Exactly, <laughs> right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, I wasn't really interested in consulting okay. in what I did before. Right. So I didn't really pursue that. So I had a lot of time on my hands. And, you know, what kind of led me to Fort Hill was, you know, I would go and work out every day and I would see the fitness attendants there. And, you know, they started encouraging me like, hey, you're retired now. Maybe you should work here. You know, you're here every day anyway. Come on in, make some money at this. So, you know, after a while, I looked into it. And in August of 21, okay. then I started, interviewed. And um, yeah, I've been working here. Basically, this is my one year anniversary. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Um, I think those fitness attendants are very friendly. I remember talking with Don last week and right. he he's always encouraging yeah, specifically other people. Specifically it was Lucy and Rick. I think oh, that okay, were really the ones okay. that, that, yeah. that encouraged me. Um wow. So now that you're you're settled into working here, um, what do you like about your job as a fitness attendant? I think what I like best is is the flexibility that I okay. have, you know, um, obviously, you know, our boss knows that many of us are part-timers are retired and she really does a good job of working with us on what our schedule can be. And my schedule isn't very set, you know, with, with no grandkids yet, but kids, you know, around the country sure, sure. and so forth. A lot of friends locally, we tend to have a lot of things going on and we've got a process here where I let my boss know a month ahead of time what days I can and can't work, what shifts I want to work. And then she works her magic and makes it happen. Oh, and, that's great. Uh, the other thing that's nice is the, the fitness attendant group works together really well to cover absences. So if for some reason mm -hmm. I can't make it on a Thursday or a Friday, you know, I'll reach out. We've got a group text and, and people work together to get absences covered. So I'd say that first and foremost, you know, right. the, the work-life balance Mm -hmm. And the ability of the manager to be flexible and work with their people is really great. Mm. And then the working conditions are great. Mm. I mean, come on, I'm working in air conditioning, you know. <laughs> uh, it's The place is clean, you know. People want to be here. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's nice to be in an environment like that. Oh, that's great. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you're still working out as well. Oh, yeah. I work maybe one or two days a week, and I'm here six days a week doing the workout. So now my workout could be better. Like I said, I pretty – you can imagine that I focus on cardio, right, given right, the story you just right. heard. Um, I would probably benefit from, from working out more on the first floor than the second floor of Fort Hill, but that's something i got to work on. Well, it is nice that we have a variety of, of equipment and activities that you can do, and – how did you initially come to Fort Hill Activity Center? 
Well, I saw it being built. You know, we've been, lived in Naperville since 1988. Oh, so same 23, as us. 23, <laughs> 24 years. And um, we belong to another fitness location that's well known to people and it was fine it was great you know uh, my kids loved it we worked out um, there a lot uh, the hours worked for me when I traveled for work I could usually find one of those places nearby if the hotel I was in didn't have adequate workout space but after a while it got kind of tired um and then a friend of my wife's joined here mm, Okay. really soon after we opened. Yeah. And um, she just kept talking about how great it was. And so I went for a tour and got a tour and was blown away by the size of the facility, the cleanliness of the facility, the fact that the machines were not on top of each other. So right. I didn't feel like I was breathing someone else's breath while I was working mm-hmm. out. So, um, yeah, we joined uh I think within the first year that the facility was open and, and haven't looked back. So it's been great. That's great to hear. Uh, and have you been involved with the park district earlier in your family's life? Yeah, through kids mm-hmm. primarily. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not much of a joiner, uh, but through the kids, um, right. you know, my son took the fencing class at, oh, really? at the barn, oh, I think it was. Yeah. I remember going there and watching him swinging his sword around. Um, uh, yeah, mostly through the kids and, uh, obviously going to parks. Right. I mean, let's not forget, you know, all the wonderful outdoor spaces that Naperville parks offer. So we were heavy users of knock knolls, you know, been all over the Naperville park district, uh, in our time here. That's great. How would, how do you see the park district as a resource for retirees as well as everyone? Well, it's, it really is staggering if you go on the website and look at all the things that are being offered, um, pretty much for any age group. And, and if you look at, at, you know, the senior stuff, there's free movies, right? There's uh, bus trips. There's shows you can go to. There's classes. Um, you can take guitar lessons if you want, right? right. Um, there's clubs. I know here at Fort Hill on Fridays, I think it is, there's a big bridge club that meets. So, you know, there's... All kinds of stuff going on all the time, uh, plus all the outdoor stuff. I mean, just go enjoy nature, right? Take a walk. You know, Knock Knolls is beautiful all year round. Um, so there's there's so many connection points uh, that, that you can plug into if you seek them out and look for them. You know, the holiday stuff that we do at Halloween, that we do at Christmas. Um, it's all there. You know, it's just up to you to, 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 to seek it out and, and try it. And most of it's free. Well, thanks so much, Jim, for uh, sharing your story and um, just for being part of our Fort Hill staff. It's it's really amazing to hear how you recovered and and just um, I'm just glad that that this can be part of your your life now. And um, uh, thanks again for talking with us. Absolutely, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. The Naperville Park District's mission is to provide park and recreation experiences that promote healthy lives, healthy minds, and a healthy community. Park Talk Podcast is a production of the Naperville Park District.